Alright, take number fucking 447. If you have a vagina and absolutely love making money, pushing your limits, and shattering every fucking glass ceiling that life tries to offer, we are probably soulmates. My name is Courtney Clark. I'm a mental strategist for powerhouse female entrepreneurs, and this is Women Up Top. If you know you've already got the ambition, the drive, and the pulsing desire that sets you apart, then this is the podcast that will speak to your fucking soul to make sure that every single one of your crazy wild dreams becomes your sexy, extraordinary reality. Every week, I'll bring you the guests, thoughts, and conversations to help you reach your massive success, find life-changing fulfillment, and build, protect, and live through your fierce, fearless confidence. So ladies, let's get raw, let's get real, and let's get rich. So today we have the absolutely freaking phenomenal Rebecca Hamilton joining us on the show. Rebecca is an entrepreneur, speaker, and law of attraction expert. She credits all of her success from building a six-figure empire, becoming a top real estate agent, to homeschooling her son while navigating through one of the most testing lessons life could offer to the law of attraction and manifestation. She is a mom, a wife, and an all-round freaking badass with a no-bullshit attitude that puts the whole idea of manifestation on a whole new level. I have absolutely no doubt that she is about to blow your mind the exact same way that she blew mine. So let's get to it. Obviously, you have such a mind-blowing story. You have this absolutely incredible journey of the last like 26 years of your life when you started learning about manifestation and the law of attraction. And from where you were coming from in your place, just tell everybody kind of kind of the position you were in when you started saying, all right, it's time to make something happen. I, I have to kind of do something. And then I want you to just talk a little bit on like coming from the place of desperation that everyone is going to kind of hear you were in. How did you make the shift from aligning with desperation to aligning with everything that you actually wanted and everything you were trying to create instead of accidentally obviously creating more of what you didn't want because I think that so many of these women are in a position where they are creating from that place and that energy and that vibration of desperation because they're frustrated that something's not happening or they have responsibilities and they need to start making money they need to start doing something so kind of just talk from from that place of the position you were in and how you, how you managed to make that shift what you were focusing on that you were able to instead of aligning with desperation align with what it was that you were trying to create okay so you know when I first got law of attraction, I definitely felt like life was living me. I didn't have a lot of, um, I just didn't have a lot of hope. I didn't have a lot of, um, long view. I was really just living day by day. And am I going to pay this bill today? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? So when I heard, you know, 26 plus years ago, this CD or CDs, no, it's cassette tapes. Uh, when I heard that set of cassette tapes, I just, from Abraham Hicks, I thought, 
this is nuts. Like if this could be true, I have to try to figure it out. And of course, you know, I didn't, I didn't figure it out right away. Um, I continued creating because there's this, there's this idea and it's so true because momentum takes us and you can't just turn around, right? You've got to let the train crash and then turn it around, you know? So it's like, I was kind of in that place where it was like, okay, I see it, but my train is kind of moving too fast and I can't stop. I can't turn around, even though I was finding little bits of relief. Mm -hmm. So fast forward to when I was 25 and, um, actually 26 and my husband ended up, you know, going to prison for something he didn't do when our son was one year old. And, I was like, okay, the only thing that can really save me now is law of attraction. If this is true, then I've got to not only figure it out. I think one of the biggest things that people fail to do is make a decision. You know, we're so worried about what other people think and what's happened in the past and we're living from the past and getting present and making a decision that you want are two of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself. So I'd love to tell you that, oh, I just made the decision and then that was it. No, I still struggled. Like, you know, he was in in jail for a year and then he was convicted, which shocked everybody. Like we were all just like, nobody saw that coming. And and I consider myself a pretty smart person. Like I don't feel like I had on blinders or anything, mm-hmm. but when that happened, it was just a downward spiral and that just mm-hmm. had to happen. It had to play out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't pull yourself up. Like right. when you mm-hmm. dipped your toe too much in the stream, you can't just pull, you got to let the stream take you and then get out and then come back down and do what yeah. you're going to do. So that was what I experienced then. So once I finally figured out making a decision and it sounds so, so simple and, but it's so powerful when you decide that you want to feel good and that is above everything else. Absolutely. It doesn't matter if it's right. It doesn't matter if it's principle of the matter. It doesn't matter. And when you make that decision, then you have to start looking at things differently. You have to let things go that aren't serving you. you I love to, that. I think that yeah, that's so important. it's not about what's true. Actually, it's yeah. about what you're deciding is going to be true for you. I think, I think that is so excellent. That is the mastery behind not being consumed by your circumstances, not living as a, a victim or a result of your circumstances, but then instead beginning to create from a place of intention. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, yeah. you, go ahead. So, so, so that shift from being in a position where now, all right, you've got a one-year-old son and you have a husband in prison, you have to now look after your household by yourself. That's a pretty desperate situation to be in, right? I mean, anyone in that situation is going, all right, like, okay, I have to make something happen. And like you said, you decided, you made that decision that, okay, now, now everything, I, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to make my life good despite everything that's going on was that would you say that was kind of the the mindset shift that took you from playing the victim and being in a position of desperation aligning with that desperation to now going well I've crashed now better try something else because that didn't work right well I think that it's an evolution so I think all of it is like an evolution of figuring it out I think as soon as I heard 
um, law of attraction. The thing that I loved about it was the accountability. I am so that way. I'm like, I love the idea of natural consequences. I love the idea of taking accountability. But what a lot of people do is they go, well, I'll take accountability for this, but I'm not going to be accountable for the fact that I Mm co-created my husband going to prison. Absolutely. Yeah, it's huge. Absolutely. That, that is, I think that is so important for everyone to hear that, you know what, the bad stuff, that's part of it as well. You know, we're not just manifesting the money and the cars and the great stuff. We are manifesting everything that's in our life right now is there. And it's our responsibility, our accountability to go, all right, I'm going to make something of this then. If I've put it here, it's here for something. Now I've got to use that. So I think that is just absolutely excellent. I think that is so important. Yeah. And it's, and there's such a distinction between asking for it and it happening because of your energy and people go, well, I wouldn't have asked for this. It's like, no, I wouldn't have either, but guess what? This has given me so much that I can't look at it and go, oh, well, you know, this was wrong. It's like, no, when you can really look at your situations and find the good sides of them, it's so, so empowering. So Mm -hmm. I think I think that was, those were the two big shifts and they don't happen all at once. Mm -hmm. I never liked the idea of being a victim because when I was younger, I was kind of in that space and I Mm -hmm. dealt with a lot of those things of Mm -hmm. a victim of this, so-called that society would say you were a victim of this. And I just always felt like, you know, as soon as I heard that it could be different, I feel like that was an, an immediate shift of, okay, if I'm going to own this, and I think that's one of the biggest places people fail with law of attraction, they do not own it all. You have absolutely. to own it all. Mm-hmm. And I, feel like, I feel like when you say that, you are just absolutely my freaking soulmate. That, that idea <laughs> of, all right, like just because you should feel a certain way, you should be a victim in that circumstance does not mean you have to be. And that is where accountability starts to change your life. When you go, stop asking yourself, how should I feel right now? And start taking accountability and going, all right, but I can choose something else. I think that is, that is just absolutely excellent. And who says, who says, who says you should feel like that? Like that's what, what I can't stand is like, if, it, if there's a societal norm, leave it to me, I'll break it. Like if there's, you know, I wasn't going to raise my son with those. I, everything about my story too, like I was dating, my husband is African-American, so he's black. We're in the South. Let me just tell you how that went. Um, but at whatever I want to do, I've always been that way a little bit. Like whatever I want to do, I'm going to do. So societal norms and what people think it should look like just almost makes me want to do everything different. <laughs> ah, I love you so much right now. I'm so with you there. I think that that unconventional way of just going, watch me shatter these glass ceilings, try yeah. me because I'm not going to be limited by that. And I think that so many of the women that are going to be listening to this, that's exactly where they are. They're in that place where they, just to create and cultivate a vision like the one that they've got, you kind of have to have a bit of that, try me because I'm not going to be stopped. So I think that so many of them are connecting with that right now, that that attitude of, you know, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to shatter that glass ceiling. So that's, that's excellent. Something that I think a lot of the women listening as well, and just women like us who have the ambition, the drive, the desire, Mm-hmm. A lot of the time we get a little bit trapped in the hustle. And I know that because of that, um, we struggle a little bit with the, the idea that, a law, that the law of attraction manifestation can be so easy almost. Like 
Like where's the hard work in it? And, and maybe if you can just kind of explain the difference between that forced hustle and using the law of attraction within your hustle. Cause I know that it's a completely different thing, but I know in the beginning for me, I was like, hold up, are you telling me I don't have to make stuff happen for myself because I still wanted it to be on me. I still wanted to have the power to say, but my work is what got me there. So maybe right. you can us through that a little bit. Well, I think it's funny because in our society and I literally, these are the courses that I, this is what I talk about is, you know, in our society, we are so focused on the do, mm -hmm. the physical do of everything. It's like, you got to do this, you got to work hard, you got to do that. But what about, what do you do with the inside? When do you stop? I mean, and I know if you've done work on yourself, you know that doing work on the inside is as hard and takes as much consistency and focus and dedication as doing work on the outside. Mm -hmm. The only difference is you could take one step an inspired action, which is, okay, I'm going to do the inside work. And that's really why it seems easier is if you're actually doing the work, then the inspired action happens and things start to line up and fall in your lap. If you're trying to do the physical way, you can, you can get there. You're going to get there, but it's just going to take you a hell of a lot longer yes, than if yes, you just yes. do the inside work. And I mm -hmm. think that's one of the biggest things. People do not do it. People mm -hmm think they don't need to. And you have to remember, we are living our past unless you are being present. And mm -hmm. I know that's like, everybody says that, okay, whatever. What does that mean, Rebecca? Well, it's because our perception is solely based on the past. So mm -hmm. every day you're bringing that forward with you. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't stop and get present and start to retune and recalibrate, by the time you're like 35, you're pretty much set. And if you don't take the time to get present, it's very easy to stay there and just be like, this is just how it is. Like who says yeah. it is? Yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely agree with that. I think that there's that whole, obviously the thought you're either like evolving or, or you're, or you're repeating every single day that the, the thoughts that you're having every single day, just repeat themselves on this loop because of how our subconscious minds work. And it is that thing of, you know what, you have the two options of, sure, do it, do it the outside way, right? Do the work for years and years and years, you'll get there, but you're going to be learning those things about yourself through years or, you know, your months, sometimes years of going through the same thing to learn that one lesson that if you just did the inner work, you would have figured out already by yourself. You know, it's like allowing life to teach you things is the long way where you could be doing it yourself, getting intentional about that. When you get like so freaking deliberate about your own growth, you don't have to wait for yeah. life to put all these experiences in your way until you finally learn the lesson that you could have just fast tracked your way there. And I think that is the greatest thing that so many people miss. And that's the reason why people have these limits of, of what they can achieve in a certain amount of time or, you know, where they have to be by where, where they can be by the age 25, where they can be by the age 40, because they feel like it has to be this constant hustle, this constant grind outside, outside, yeah. outside the whole time when in actual fact, the law of attraction and manifestation is not some kind of magic. It's like what you said, it's that inspired action. And that's the reason things start falling in your lap. It's, it's, you are literally so connected to everything that you want because it's that, that beautiful place of where, where hustle and alignment meet in that place of focus that because you're, because you're in alignment with that, you're so focused on it that the ideas that float 
are one after the other. Like you said, it's like that downward spiral. You have to follow the stream. It happens the same going up. It happens the same. That momentum, that snowball effect of he has one thing now, he has he has the next. I think that's that's what it means to be in alignment. And that kind of brings me on to the next thing I wanted to ask you. There are so many different people telling us all to get in alignment. And yeah. so people don't know what getting in alignment actually means. What does it, I think I spent so much time in the beginning when I first started hearing about the law of attraction and manifestation, my alignment became my pretending. I was acting from a place of ego almost, like pretending to be something I wanted to be yeah. instead of aligning with that. And by doing that, I was not in alignment with anything that I wanted and I was definitely not getting any results that I wanted. So yeah, just, just take us through that. What does it actually mean to be in alignment, to get in alignment and to stay in alignment with what you're trying to create or what you desire? Yeah, I mean, I think alignment is like a, a hot word right now. It's a trendy <laughs> word right now. And yeah, it drives me nuts because everybody's saying it. It's like, what is it? Because we're always in alignment with something. Yes. So it's not like it's a far out thing. And that's what we always try to do, right? It's like society is always trying oh, to make it the far out things that you really don't have. You got to go and get it. And it's like, no, wherever you are is perfect. Um, there is no problems with where you are. It, it, it's a jumping off point. It's just being, I think the biggest thing, like you said, is I think a lot of people are have a hard time being honest about where they are. And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, when you get in your car and get put in the GPS, the GPS has to tell you where you are. You have to tell it, here's where I am in order to get where you want to go. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, and like people want to take it and say, this is how I'm going to get there too. And it's mm -hmm. like, when you can let go of all of that, let the universe do the universe's job. Right. Like that's mm -hmm. been the biggest release for me is going, mm -hmm. you know what? I don't have, the universe has that penthouse view. Mm -hmm. I have the first floor view. Yeah. I can't see that there's yeah. traffic. You, can, you kind of have to, yeah. I, I have to get to that point where you're like, you know what, this is, it is what it is right now. This is what I can see. And the rest of it, that's none of my business. Like the, yeah, you just, where I'm going is important, but the how, like that's none of my business. That's, that's none of my business. And it, it's, that's hard for people to like, go know, it's that acknowledgement of there is a force of all forces that is doing this with me. Like uh, yeah. a lot of women like us with the ambition. And again, that desire, that drive, they, they have that need to be fully in control. And it's the acknowledgement that hang on, yeah, you're in control. Yes, you're accountable, own it all, but you're co-creating here. There is, yeah something greater than you that is doing this with you. You know, the, the universe is there. Like you said, with that penthouse view, it's none of your business what, what the universe is doing right now. It's, it's in that partnership where you don't have to, it's in that trusted partnership. You don't have to know everything at all times. You have to trust that you're co-creating with this universe that knows what you don't and will kind of fill in those blanks, you know? So sorry. Dave, no, 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 drink some water. <laughs> No, I completely agree. I don't know what was happening. Was kind of <laughs> um, but no, I completely agree. And I think people really have, and, and, you know, I think one of the biggest things, and I teach this all the time and talk to people about this all the time, is that 
it's great to say, you know, all of the law of attraction that's out. And I feel like when the secret came out, it did put a shine a a light on it, but Mm -hmm. kind of in a negative way, because it's all like, think about the Lambo, get the Lambo. And it's like, it's really not about that. Mm -hmm. It's about how you want to feel and being open to letting the universe fill that order. So it's like, Hey, hungry. Here's you know what I'm saying? Yes. Not having yes. to have. I think that's exactly. where the, the pretending comes in. That idea of acting as yeah. if that—that's what switched it on for me. With that yeah. whole idea was, all right, pretend to be that, and I'll become that. And it's not the same thing, like you said. It's that feeling. It's all about. Well, that is what creates yeah. emotion. Elevated emotion with a thought is what creates. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever had the experience where you remember just a moment in time. And I started realizing this years ago, mm-hmm. I would just be somewhere and I would just feel like, oh, this moment, this is like a moment right now. And yeah. you just get this weird feeling. And I'm like, I can still remember those now. Why? Because there was elevated emotion around it. So people don't realize how powerful that really is. The most powerful thing you have is your emotion. Mm-hmm. And so we get really in the, okay, well, I want to do it like this. I want to do it like that. But faking it, first of all, you can't fake it till you make it. People say that and it's, it's BS. You cannot yeah. fake it until you make it. Mm-hmm. You have to be it until you see it, right? That's that excellent. Not, I love that. Right. Yeah, I love that. You cannot do it different. You have to be it. And you, and because the universe doesn't know the difference. Mm-hmm. The universe doesn't know whether you have it or whether you just feel like you have it. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. It's just the vibration. That's all you got to get. Mm-hmm. And the universe always knows what you mean so that's why that faking it is just does not yeah. work <laughs> I have a thing that I've like this this thing that I wrote up about how positivity is bullshit hopefully I don't offend anybody with that word but it is because in so many ways people are running around saying all these positive things they're not acknowledging who they are they're not acknowledging the problems which I get it you don't want to acknowledge it but you can acknowledge where you are and then look forward to where you're going you have to have that moment that says I don't want to be here anymore because of where I am yeah yeah no I totally get that um another thing that I loved about you and that just absolutely just drew me to you like a magnet is you have this honesty you have a lot of masculine energy for someone who does what you do someone in the in the place of manifestation a lot of the manifestation coaches i've come across are very airy fairy and i don't mean that in a bad way i just mean i didn't connect with them and i think that the women that we're talking to right now are going to connect with you specifically because of that you you don't have an outlook on the whole thing that is, that is, you know, as feminine as, as what I've seen before. So I, I love your outlook on, on the hustle still important and on, you know, you still have a massive role to play in this and, and all of that. So just speak a little bit about that, like your, how you feel your, your masculine energy has benefited your success or led you to that place. Yeah. I mean, I think, so I teach something called the energetic hustle, which mm-hmm. is, hustle. We still hustling, but we're hustling inside. And I do have that. I've been told that I do have that kind of no BS, you know, it's, it's just because, you know, I didn't get to use excuses. Mm -hmm. And if I did, I wouldn't be where I am. So I know the harm. I mean, I am action, action, action to the point. My son has actions speak louder than words on his wrist because he was just born. Like he was brought up with, Hey, we got to take action. We got to. And a lot of people think that law of attraction is just 
the the thinking side. They go, well, Rebecca, if you just hustle energetically, what's going to happen? Like, you're what are you just going to yeah. sit on the couch? That's going to fall in line. And it's like, no, that. So those emotions evoke motion, like yeah. hence the word. So you will net there's there isn't a fear that you're not going to go and produce, that you're mm -hmm. not going to go and do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. It's only when you're in sort of misalignment, and so you know, even when we're in misalignment, I feel like we are in alignment technically because you're always in alignment with something. You're creating either the same thing every day or something new every day, but you're always creating. I but think that everyone needs to stop and just hear that again, say that one more time because that is so important. We are never a result. We are always creating. So say that one more yeah. time. Just say yeah, we're always creating. When I that, that like blew my mind to go, yeah, you go like my life has been the same. It's like, no, it's the same, but you're just creating the same thing day after day after day. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because every single subject has all this momentum. Yeah. And so you've got to either go in and change the momentum and which can be hard, or you can just go and restart somewhere else and create something new and in a greater, you know, have greater momentum there. Mm -hmm. So, um, I can't remember what I was going to say after that, but I'm sure we'll come back around to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, something I, I, I wanted to ask you, I think that, you know, it's all great. We talk about all of this and everything, but what, what would you say some of the like first actual application steps of getting the law of attraction and manifestation to work? Because you said yourself as well, you know, you heard about it years before you actually started implementing in such a way. And when you said, you know, it's, it is, it's that evolution and it's like a step in the right direction. It's not just, all right, go for it. And then it just goes and I've had the exact same experiences. It's not like that. But no. I also heard about it years before I actually started being able to apply that in my life. So what do you think some of the first like actionable steps of what, of, of using the law of attraction and manifestation in our lives and in our businesses would be? So I think the very first thing you have to do is you have to get really, really honest with yourself mm -hmm. and you have to get into observer mode, right? So there's me that's talking and then there's me that's listening. Yeah. You've got to get in observer mode and you've got to be willing to be brutally honest because that's where your growth is. It's in the mm -hmm. honesty. Yeah. So once you get brutally honest, then I think it's really important. This doesn't get talked about enough because people are talking about the things and the money and the this and the that. The emotion that you, so if you think a thought and you have a situation and a situation that is maybe not horrible, but not, not, it's not great, but it's not mm -hmm. horrible, right? So you take the situation and you just start thinking of some thoughts that feel a little bit better. Um, they don't have to be true. You just want to connect them. Mm -hmm. The first time that you're able to get some relief and feel that emotion that is a manifestation. It is mm -hmm. so important to realize that is the first manifestation. Mm -hmm. And if you hold on to that for 17 seconds, the universe will start to help you bring more thoughts like it. Mm -hmm. And then if you hold on to it a little bit longer for 64 seconds, then you have actually manifested a different outcome in a different reality. The problem is, is that we tend to slide back. Well, that's not true. That's not what happened. He did say that. She did do that to me. This is, this bill is due. And it's like, listen, I'm not going to tell you, put your head in the sand and don't pay your bills. You better pay your bills. Mm. But if you can get that emotion, that's your starting point. So mm -hmm. that will start to little by little, because I feel like you have to show yourself you can do it, right? Mm. I'm not mm. feel like that's the first thing you got to do is show mm. yourself, hey, I can do this. Mm. That's, 
to me is powerful. Absolutely. It's that proof. It's that reference for your mind to, to start going, all right, you know, for your subconscious mind to start storing this as true. It, yeah. it, does, sound, it does sound far-fetched to so many people. So in order for your mind to go, all right, like this is real, this can change my life, you have to start having those, those smaller things that, that teach your mind, that become that proof and that reference to go, I see that, I can believe it now. I'm seeing it in the small things. I'm observing so much, like you said, I'm, I'm getting so curious about what I'm saying, what I'm doing and how that's impacting my life that I can see stuff changing. And even when it's a small thing, and like you said, we, we do, we get really focused on the big things. And it's not to say, you know, we mustn't have the big things. We must have the big things, manifest the money, manifest the fantastic car. You know, all of that is great. But in, in order to get to that point, we have to start, like I think, like honing it in a little bit, like zooming in to, to, to the points of how we're feeling. And like you said, holding on to that, to that thought for a little bit longer and then starting to see that there is, in fact, a spiral. There is, in fact, you know, that snowball effect that says, now I'm getting more of what I actually want. I think that's, that's really, really good. That's so important that becoming that observer in your life, getting so freaking curious about what you're doing and why you're doing it. Because until we get to that point, we are, we're living in denial with ourselves. I think that's the point of honesty that actually starts to change our lives. That's the point of accountability that does that. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it totally is. And I think that, you know, the things come like the things, as long as you're wanting things, you're holding yourself apart from them, right? You can't yeah. want it and have it at the same time. Mm. I don't want a hundred dollars cause I have a hundred dollars, mm. right? So it's like that, you know, there's so much energy tied up in money and mm. the way people see money mm. and the way people think about money. So, you know, my advice definitely is don't start with the big things, start making yourself feel better. Yeah. Like, because if you feel better, you don't have to map it out. I didn't have to map out. This is how it's going to go down. Mm. It was just, I just had the attitude of no matter what, I know I can have it and I'm going to move towards it. Yeah. So that's it. The universe will put down the next paver in front of me for me to walk on, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you just start, the more you acknowledge that, the more it happens, the more it happens, the more you acknowledge it. And it's just becomes this cycle of where you really build strong faith. And that, you know, one of the reasons I love law of attraction is I wasn't in an, I wasn't raised in a super religious um, place. And I know people are like, can you believe in God and law of attraction, which is kind of off what we're talking about. But, you know, when I was sitting on a pew at nine years old, um, the preacher told a story about faith, the size of a mustard seed. And I remember crying and thinking like, I can do that. I was nine. And I remember thinking like, I can do that. And ever since then, that's been something that I've always said, you know what, I can do it. If I get it in my mind, I can do it. So finding that faith, that's really what really resonates with me about law of attraction is that you have to believe it. You have absolutely. to believe it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was actually having a conversation the other day with someone and I was saying, I think that you know, people struggle because they don't have that. They don't have that. All right. This, like I said before, there's this forcible forces co-creating with me. Like some of it has to be none of our business. Some of it has to be just like, yeah. all right, like that. I can't see that right now. So I, I'm focusing on what I can see. And, right. that, stuff. and yeah. that was also, that was a huge thing for me. I was that typical 
I need to be in control kind of woman. I, I wanted to, to see the path that I was about to take and, and know that because of that path, I, I could get from this point A to this point B because I was in a desperate situation or I was feeling so frustrated. And it is, oh my goodness, I know people say it all the time, but it is about that letting go. It's about going, yeah. I cannot hold it all by myself. But the yeah. moment you let go, the moment you have that faith in the forcible forces, it's like, all right, now I can do anything. You know, yeah. if I've got that, I mean, wow. You know, like I, I've got something I can see everything and I can see all that I can see. What on earth is stopping me? Now that now they can't be anything that that right. is impossible. It's it's mind blowing, absolutely life changing. Yeah. Um, oh, this is a good one and a big one. When it comes down to the negative situations that pop up or that we manifest and that we do create in our lives, how do you stay out of victim mode? And I know that this changed my life, and that's why I love asking this question along these lines. How, what, what is the process, what is the shift that you made to say that despite what's happening, I'm going to feel this way? I know you said earlier you, you kind of had to make the decision that I'm going to be happy, but how do you keep yourself in alignment with what you want when things aren't going your way? Well, I feel like all of my faith and hope is there. All of my knowing is in this space of I am a creator. Mm -hmm. And if I don't believe that, everything else fails. Like everything else mm -hmm. crumbles. So I feel like you have to make a decision. We're back to the decision is that you've got to make the decision that yes, it happened. And being able to be okay with not knowing, yeah. right? Because a lot of times, and yeah, I even see that just societally, like people will swear that they know something that you just can't know. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, it's okay to not know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we created my husband going to prison. I have no idea how that came yeah. about. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But if you, if you, the thing is you've got to work with your beliefs and that's mm -hmm. just a fact. Yeah. All of us could work more on our beliefs and beliefs are just mm -hmm. thoughts you keep thinking you can yeah. work on them, but you've got to work on those because that's where it is. And so when something negative is going on, I just refuse to see it as that. I literally make that decision and I don't know like a better, you know, and I know there are airy fairy people who would say that you do a ceremony and you do this, you do that. And, and that's cool. And that's great. And if that works for somebody else, that's great for me. It's like, all right, what do we need to do? Like, I'm just like, okay, what do we need to do? Okay. We can't. Okay. If I believe that I'm really big and I think we all should get, could get, I don't like should, but could get so much better at, feeling our way through situations. So yeah. something comes up, it's negative. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I focus there, how do I feel? Okay. Does it feel great? Okay. But what's around the corner? Like when I was little, I used to play this game and I still do it now if I have to go to the dentist or something. Mm -hmm. But when I was little, I used to play this game. My dad would go out or my mom would go out and I hated when they went out. I always felt like um, scared or whatever. And so I used to have to figure out how to soothe myself. And mm -hmm. so I used to pretend and I would pretend in my mind that down the road, this is what it looks like tomorrow. This is what it's going to be like the next day. And so I used that same process when something negative is going on. So I can't focus mm -hmm. on for instance, my husband being in prison and, and, oh, we have to pay money for phone calls. We have to do this. We have to do that. I can't focus there. 
and look at the future. Mm -hmm. So I just choose to go where it feels better. Yes, I think that's so good. I think it's like that fundamental shift that says, I'm not just looking for the positive in the situation. I am full on making a 360 degree turn that says this situation is an excellent situation. Here's why. Like this is where I'm focused. I'm not one foot in and one foot out. All right, let's try find the lessons. All right, let's try find the streak of positivity. It's like flipping that around and going, not I'm not even interested in that because you can't be one foot in, one foot out. Like you said, you can't yeah. be focusing on why it kind of sucks and, and, and why it's a shitty situation and be focusing on the future and be focusing on where your mind needs to be to get to where you want to yeah. go. And I think that maybe another important point on that is probably, I guess, like that understanding that, all right, I've asked for, for what I want. I know where I'm going. And I have to trust that along the way to creating that, some of the things I will create to, in order to get the result that I want or need in the end might not feel so good because it's going to be out of my comfort zone. And well, the thing is, the universe takes all those pieces, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like the universe takes all those pieces. So this is going to sound crazy, but you know, I am now speaking and talking about law of attraction, not just on podcasts, but like actual speaking gigs. I've been waiting for that. Like that's yeah. something that I've really wanted for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I would be lying if I said my story is not what's helping me. Absolutely. It's helping me. It's helping me because it gives me this great big example. And so I'm not saying like, let's not say that that's why he went there, but it's like, look, look at the, the path and where it led me. So yeah. it's like, you know, no, I don't want my husband to be gone for however many years. And yes, I could have done it anyway, but it's like, look, the universe takes all of these pieces mm. into account yeah. and then puts them together. And it's like, okay, here's yours. Here's yours. Here's yours. Mm -hmm. This is how, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's I view the whole time. It's like, you did not in that moment where your husband went to prison, you went sitting there like, all right, I get this. Like great things are coming, you know, but no. like, through the time you're like, look at, you know what, because it's of an evolution, I am yielding so much of what I've always wanted, what I've always desired. And like you said, you're not saying it is the reason, but it certainly has played a massive role and it could have played out in a million different ways, but you're just, yeah. you're seeing how great that has been. And I think that that's the shift that, you know, I mean, your husband going to prison, that's not a small thing to deal with. And that's why I, I love your story so much. Again, that is me being drawn to you because of your story, as I'm sure a lot of people are, you know, like you're saying, it's, that's not a small thing. That is a perfect example of a, a societal situation where you could you could easily be the victim, right? I mean, you're in a situation, your husband is wrongly accused of something, right? And not, not just like a slap on the wrist, but he goes to prison for like, I think you said 19 years, you know what I mean? Well, like, he's been there 19 years. He's got natural life. Like we don't even have an out date. Yeah. So it was really an idea of what do I do? Do I you know, you have to make those big decisions though, yeah. of who do you want to be? Mm. And that was what I had to do. I had to figure out, am I going to follow my heart or, and listen to the, the limiting beliefs that society tells you, you can't make it on your own. You can't, you know, I couldn't technically, if you listen to anybody else, they'd be like, there's no way you're going to be able yeah. to do that. There's no way you're going to be able to stay with your husband, mm -hmm. still be able to get lawyers, do the things 
And yeah, it wasn't all sunshines and lollipops. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were definitely, you know, things where I was adjusting, your energy is always adjusting, mm -hmm. but as long as you're always working towards that space. So, you know, even now we don't know for sure. I mean, we, it's pretty sure, but we don't know for sure exactly what's going to happen, wow. but you know, it is definitely, um, we definitely have gotten to a space and how amazing for me to be able to watch my husband. And I mean, you think I could be a victim. He could really yeah. be. A victim. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you that. And I don't, I don't play that. Like I don't, I don't give him that a bit. Mm -hmm. I don't give him that space. Yeah. Um, I personally don't, if you, you know, but he doesn't play that. Mm -hmm. So it was like, Even we your were son, you know, your, your son could very easily also put himself in that position. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he's also, like you said, he's young and he's in that place where, you know, from when he was 15 years old, he was like, give me some of this. Like, let me start manifesting what I want to do. Like, not, not, oh my goodness, my life was this hard. And, and because of that, this is the kind of teenager I'm going to become, you know. He, oh, right. He's that. Yes. I think that all of you guys just, that, that blows my mind because people are in situations that yes, you know, society is going to tell you you can be a victim in that in that situation. Maybe you know, life is tough right now. Maybe business is not good, but never mind all of that. Look at the position you were in that beautiful position where you should have been in such a place of desperation. And never mind, you know, you, you know, staying with your husband and and all of that. But actually, homeschooling your son and creating a wildly successful business by yourself. You know, I mean, all of that is absolutely mind blowing. I think your story is just absolutely incredible. And I do think that, you know, as you said before, like it, it, so much of, of your, your husband going to prison has, has been the thing that has maybe, you know, yielded so much of your successes and on all these amazing things that you've done and said, but I, I want everyone to actually just like, like, Think about that. Fathom what that actually means, that position of desperation, that position where, you know, you could have been a victim and you just weren't. You absolutely weren't. So for everyone who is listening to this and is in a position where maybe they are feeling like they've been dealt a shitty hand or, you know, life is just not going their way right now, to really just look at this, think about this and decide the same way you had to decide that, you know what? It's not going to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And instead of focusing on, you know, life's not going my way, hustle, 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 outside, 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 start looking at, all right, like this, this is what I'm working with. This is the magic. Now I'm going to make something happen because I have the possible forces with me. I think that your whole story brings all of that around just so freaking beautifully. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, you know, if we, and, and the other thing that we tend to do is we think that we're creating, but we're still complaining to people. Mm -hmm. We're still commiserating. We're yeah. still justifying where we are. We're still, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, or we're trying to sound positive, but we're not. And it's like, you know, really putting the effort in. I literally wrote and still do every single morning. I get up and write and I write my intentions and I write my be do have and I, I do the things to get myself in that space because it's easy not to, you know, we're in a society in a world where a lot of people are not working in their, you know, in, in a space that's, that's good for them or creating what they want, even if they're saying they are, a lot of people are not. And so you know, you don't need anybody else to do it. That's the other thing I love about law of attraction. Mm -hmm. I don't need anybody else to agree with me. I get to yeah. do what I want to do, manifest what I want to manifest. And 
Um, and yeah, so I think if people took the time to do the work, just like it takes, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not going to change your energy in a day. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, it's a, it's a gradual evolution mm-hmm. and you don't want a quantum leap. You don't want to just all of a sudden be there because mm-hmm. it's very hard to maintain. You know, that's when yeah. you like, yeah, like just stuff. that, that whole thing of if everything came to you right now, how ready would you actually be for it? You have to go through that process of evolution of your mind to get to that place where you mm-hmm. can handle it in the way that you need to handle it. Like you say, like you're not, you know, you, you think you want it all right now, right there. You don't because <laughs> it's not, it's no, not. Almost everybody is wishing for money and money just magnifies your problems. Money is not the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem is here and mm-hmm. here. It is not the money. And I get it. And, you know, I've been in places where it's been pretty damn tight. Mm-hmm. So I understand that. But money, yes, base survival, we all need that. But above and beyond that, money isn't your problem. It's your, it's your thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, okay. We're, we're running tight on time here. Um, so before I ask the last question, just tell everyone where they can reach you, find you, work with you. So you can go to my website is www.rebeccaahamilton.com. I'll put it in the um, notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can find me there. I think there's links to my Facebook, my Instagram, all of it's, all of it's there. All right. Awesome. Um, okay. So I want to know from you, what do you think, the number one skill or tool or habit is that you credit your success to. Now, I'm not talking as broad as the law of attraction, but but something that you think, just, just one thing, like I'm putting you on the spot here, I know that's kind of a tough one, but one thing that if somebody walked up to you and said, tell me one thing, like one thing, one piece of advice that you think would propel me forward the most right now, what do you think that that would be? <laughs> no pressure, you know, totally on the spot with the, a million things going on in your head right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I go back to it because I think that the biggest thing is, well, okay, the biggest <laughs> thing is you've got to believe in yourself. Like mm-hmm. that is number, number one. Yeah. So the work that goes into that is the problem and that's more than one little thing. Yes. Um, but I'm like the biggest thing to creating, no matter what, no matter what anybody says, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Find the feeling place. Just find the feeling place. It sounds like nothing, but when you think about a million dollars and you get excited, you're like, yeah, I got a million dollars. Oh my gosh. You kind of amp yourself up, but Mm -hmm. then think about going to the bank and getting it out. And that's going to bring you a reality that you don't actually believe in. Mm -hmm. So the biggest thing you can do is, Find the feeling place of actually having the things, the feelings, the places, the situations, the whatever it is, travel, kids, mm-hmm. whatever, um, and and stop being a victim. I mean, there's nothing, mm-hmm. there's, this isn't, the thing about this is it's not hard. It's yeah. very simple, but mm-hmm. it's not easy, I guess. Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. terminology. It's very mm-hmm. simple. And that's why I like it. It's very simple. It's just not easy. Yeah. You've got to be willing to consistently do the work. Yeah. That's. It. consistently so, do the work Show I, up for yourself yeah 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 it's like okay cut the crap and find the feeling that you want to feel like that's that's pretty yes, much and stop looking for results 
so fast. Like stop taking score right away. Don't be like, Oh, but I felt happy for three days. Where is my money? It's like, no, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like stop taking. I know that's that. That's one of the hardest parts for so many people about this whole thing. I know it took me so long as well to get that right. But just that, that actual, you know what it's happening. Like it's, it's just going to happen. It's, totally inevitable and 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 find yourself some reasons why it's inevitable you know like write stuff about yourself that makes you believe that one of the biggest things that we can do is feed the beliefs that we know we need to have in order to make our life look like what we want it to look like i think that what you just said right now is such a beautiful answer actually to what i was saying earlier on what does it actually mean to be in alignment with what we desire that's exactly it it's cut the crap and find the feeling you know you find yeah. that 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 good place find that feeling and then like stay there stay there as long as you can because that's the place of magic it's not in the place of pretending it's not in the place of the cars and the money and thinking about all that great stuff because that's not the feeling that's just thinking about right. great stuff right and i think so once you get there you can perpetuate it but i really think self accountability and unoffendability are two things that will take people so far like yeah. those are stop being willing to get upset or be offended and start just taking responsibility and not responsibility. I'm not talking about paying your bills. Self-accountability means that you are doing the work that you need to do. Yes. Yeah. All right. Brilliant. Well, I think that is all we basically have time for today, but thank you so much for coming on. I've absolutely loved picking your brain and talking to you. I think you are absolutely freaking phenomenal for everything that you've done, for everything that you've been able to overcome in your extraordinary way of deciding that your circumstances do not get to be the thing that dictate your future and your life. I think that is something that everybody needs more of. So I think that you you are just absolutely incredible. So thanks for your time this evening. It's been so nice nice chatting to you yeah no i loved it thank you so much for having me awesome okay so i'll stop the recording there can i okay. pick a pick a pick of us real quick 